doing this exciting episode of Facts, Opinions, and Rants. We're going to talk about marijuana. Yeah, we're going to talk about the legalization of marijuana. Is it good or bad? It comes up this time in the state of Virginia as uh, Governor Ralph Northam is talking about approving it. And there's a bill going through Congress even now to legalize marijuana or to decriminalize, I should say. So what are the thoughts about that? What are some facts about this? And should we do it? All that from a Christian perspective and more on Facts, Opinions, and Rants with Stephen D. Mosley. Stay tuned. So, friends, this episode is brought to you by a Facebook post I posted on December 4th. It said this, can't be filled with the Spirit, parentheses Ephesians 5, and be smoking pot. This is bad. It leads to less freedom and more bondage. I want you to think about that. That's what we're talking about today. And that's what laws should be doing. It should be encouraging freedom, less bondage, and what's good for the community, by the way. All right, so back to the post. Uh, Can't be filled with the Spirit and be smoking pot. This is bad and leads to less freedom and more bondage. Moreover, this doesn't fix the problem. Just starts a new one. Being addicted to pot and needing more rehab centers. End quote. As I posted a ABC News article that says House votes to federally decriminalize marijuana. Now, who know that that post will get over 44 comments? Many of them, my own family, uh, the good liberals there, and uh, other some conservatives. And here's the thing, folks. As you know, I don't come from this from a conservative or liberal perspective. I come to it from a biblical perspective. That is a social conservative perspective, because if you have a biblical position, it always leads to social conservatism, as evidenced by any position you see in Scripture and, and who fights for them. The problem is in our party, and I'm talking about the Republicans, there's so few social conservatives out there that they wouldn't even recognize it. And so it's a very unique position because you take the principles of Scripture, you apply them to society, and everyone benefits from it. And so that's why you can always take the verses out of anything I say and and argue the premise, and it would still be true and still be of great benefit. So uh, the question I have for you is, what is your position on this? And why do you have that position? Many conservatives say, well, it's a state rights issue, or well, the war on pot, the war on drugs has failed. Well, let's talk about what has failed. Uh, Let's talk about what do you mean by failed. And more importantly, let's talk about what is good for society as a whole. Because when you legalize pot, or any drug, by the way, it has consequences. I'm going to talk about some of those consequences today. I will say this is the first time the U.S. House has ever voted uh, to legalize uh, pot. Obviously, as you know, it must go through the Senate, be signed by the president. Unlikely to do that. It's called the Moore Act, if you like to look it up. An ABC article, it says this. Um, uh, Nadler stated, He's the uh, co-sponsor of the bill. By the way, he was also co-sponsored by a a, um, Freedom Caucus Republican, Matt Gates from the state of Florida. So though I generally like Matt Gates, he's wrong on this, and so is Nadler. Um, But the goal here is what they say, that this bill, uh, it would remove it, 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 quote, would remove marijuana from the federal list of controlled substances and expunge some marijuana-related criminal records, end quote. So, you know, that all sounds really good. Here's the thing, folks. We have data. We have facts. We know what has happened to other states that have already, quote, unquote, decriminalized marijuana. So it's not like we we don't know the bad that's going to happen to the community. And, of course, what do they always say? What do they always say is the reason why we have to do it? Because we love black people. 
a quote. Let me read it. The long overdue legislation would reverse the failed policy of criminalizing marijuana on the federal level and would take steps to address the heavy toil this policy has taken across the country, particularly on communities of color. Now, let me ask you something. Is that true? Does it have an impact? Uh, like when you legalize marijuana in states, states that have decriminalized it. Here's my question to you. States that have decriminalized marijuana, do we see a less impact on black communities or more impact? Are there more drug centers in black communities or less? Are there more underage arrests for uh, marijuana use or less? Right? Because it's about the whole community. If you're saying it's going to hurt people of color less... Where are the facts? We have them available. We're going to discuss them today. We're also going to discuss from a biblical perspective, where should we start on this view of being, um, you know, uh, legalizing pot and, uh, you know, being high. You know, being high on drugs. Can I be high on pot and also filled with the spirit? I argue no. We're going to talk more about it on the other side of the break. This edition of Facts, Pains, and Rants, I want to give a shout out to Bill Bennett and his book, Going to Pot. Going to Pot is probably one of the best books I've read on this topic. I mean, everyone has an opinion about going to pot and if America should do it, but most people don't know the facts. So I want to encourage you to read the facts uh, so that you are prepared to break a defense for or against. I'm arguing against uh, going to pot as a culture, but Bill Bennett's book, Going to Pot, is a must read. As always, the facts, opinions, or rants you hear here are totally mine and do not necessarily reflect the views of Bill Bennett. So if you know Bill or enjoy the book, send positive feedback to him. If not, send negative feedback to me. And now let's get back to the podcast. And we are back. I am excited to talk about this topic. I will tell you what. First, I want to encourage you, like I said in the shout out, get this book. I'm going to use hear me flip some pages here. Get the book Going to Pot. Why the Rush to Legalize Marijuana is Harming America. Uh, just kind of going over the uh, chapter titles here. I will say chapter five is a must read. If you could only read one chapter, it talks about how the culture once successfully fought back on substance abuse. And what were the things that made uh, saying no to drugs work in America? Uh, chapter five, I encourage you to read that. We're going to talk a lot about the myths today. Uh, but here's what the chapters are. Chapter one is marijuana use. It's not safe. Or harmless. So on the contrary, it is dangerous. It talks about the rate of marijuana use now and uh, how it's more potent than it was in the 1970s. Chapter 2, what is medical marijuana? Chapter 3, legalization and its efforts. Chapter 4, we'll talk a lot about that here. Drug war myths. Chapter 5, the chapter you must read, how the culture once successfully fought back against substance abuse. Chapter 6, the international experience and chapter seven, how to answer legalization efforts and argue with those who support legalization. And then the conclusion, chapter eight. So we'll look at a lot of the things today. I will say this. Some people try to use the scriptures. Yeah, I know. Try to use the Bible to say, yeah, Jesus wants you to be high. I uh, want you to use pot. How do they do that? Genesis 129. Um, God said, behold, I've given you every herb, every seed, which is upon the earth. Uh, you know, obviously dispensationalists would understand and those who read the Bible from cover to cover would understand there's a little thing that happens in Genesis 3 that may impact your ability to enjoy this as part of Genesis 1. Now, my friends, what is that? Yeah, that's right. The fall. 
the fall of man. Uh, the fall of man also impacted the earth, right? So the creation, according to Romans, now groans and waiting for this new creation to come when Jesus will bring, when he brings us a new kingdom. But of course, when man fails, so did the creation. And so, you know, it's just like why you don't eat every mushroom you see. Why? Because some of them can be poisonous. Some of them can hurt you. And that's the same thing with drug use. Uh, marijuana can hurt you. And so we don't want to hurt each other. We, wanna, we definitely don't want to advocate for it. And so as Christians, does the Bible support using marijuana? Absolutely not. Ephesians 5 is a great parallel. Of course, does it, uh, does it specifically address marijuana use? No. It doesn't specifically address marijuana use, but it gives you the principles you need to know, should I use this? So obviously you can't use Genesis 1. I explained the reason why, because of Genesis 3. Ephesians 5 gives you the principle, don't be drunk on wine, which leads to success, but be filled with the Spirit. You can't be out of your right mind and filled with the Spirit at the same time. And this goes along with 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 6 to 8, which it tells us to be what? Sober-minded. That's right. And what does that mean? To be able to self-possess, understand in all circumstances. So the reason why people use marijuana is to get a high from it, to be, you know, out of their normal capacity, so to speak. Um, so you think about how that compares to Scripture. So when someone is high, they usually feel the, the, these type of things. I will say this is from drugabuse.gov. Altered sense, for example, seeing blurry colors, altered sense of time, change in mood, impaired body movement, difficulty with thinking and problem solving, impaired memory, hallucinations when taken in high dosages, delusions when taken in high dosages, and psychosis, a risk in the highest with regular use of high potency marijuana. So when someone tells you, oh, this is harmless, the marijuana is harmless, which is another myth they throw out there, just remind, remind them uh, you can become psychotic if you are at high risk. If you use this in high potency, which is a lot of the marijuana that's out there today, is high potency, high THC levels. If you do that, you can be at risk of delusions, hallucinations, and psychosis. So just like alcohol kills off your liver, Marijuana kills your brain. It, it makes you hallucinate, delusion. It makes you, it could be psychosis. It alters your sense of time and regular use. It makes you see altered senses. For example, seeing brighter colors. It can impair your body movement. What does that sound like? Yeah, drunk driving. Very similar. So the question I have for you, uh, marijuana, uh, pro-marijuana pot advocates is, why do you want to put another drug on the streets and legalize it that has a similar and I would argue a worse impact on the mind and body than alcohol? Why do you want to add to it? How in the world is that best for the society as a whole? So question number, uh, myth number two is this. So myth number one is it's biblical. It's not. Ephesians 5, 1 Thessalonians, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, goes against that is clear to reboot uh rebut the uh genesis one misuse myth number two it's good for black people because if we legalize marijuana black people won't be in jail you know here's the thing you can look at the facts look at places like colorado they've had legalized pot for almost eight years right 2012 until now 2020 has that been the case have you done a little google search see have you looked at some of these organizations that, that do studies on it? 
You know, that's the question you want to ask yourself. So, you know, does it make, you know, a dent in that? That's an important question. So when we talk about this, we need to understand that this is what an Obama official said. The former drug policy advisor for the Obama administration said the following. Legalizing marijuana will not even be a small dent in America's state or federal imprisonment rates. That is because less than 0.3% of all state prison inmates are there for smoking marijuana. Moreover, most people arrested for marijuana use are cited with a ticket. Very few serve time behind bars unless it's in the context of another crime or probation or parole violation. End quote. So when we talk about this, make sure we understand we're not talking about, hey, if you do this, a whole bunch of black people are just going to be out of jail and they'll be out forever. You know, it, it's, it's a very small population. Now, within saying that, does that mean we shouldn't do it? No, it doesn't mean that. But I want us to think through, okay, well, when we legalize it, because the, the, the idea is this. The idea is that when we legalize it, okay, now there'll be no people, no black and brown people going to jail for drugs. And so you look at states like uh, Colorado that decriminalize marijuana, and what did you see there? When they decriminalize it, the underage use and arrest went up. Why? Because when you make something available to the culture at large, it impacts your community. And who are the most vulnerable people in our community? Children. Children. And so where do you think these pot dispensaries are going? Do you think they're going to the rich Bel Air areas of our town? Do you think they're going to the uh, nice, well-to-do gated communities? Do you think the gated community has like a, a pot section? You know, where they're legally buying pot in the in the gated community section? No, of course not. What are they doing? They're putting them in the low-income areas so that the rich kids could drive over to the low-income areas, get their pot, and go back home. The gated communities aren't being impacted by this. What's happening is where people live, poor black and brown people, there's a pot dispensary on every corner. And so it makes it easier for the black and brown kids who are under the age of 18 to get access to this. Now, um, I do want to point out, I was looking at a study by um, this group that it calls Smart Approaches to Marijuana, otherwise known as SAM. And they're the ones who did the study, and they said, look, when you decriminalize it, what we saw was um, underage use and arrest went up. It went up for Hispanics under 29%, and it went up for African Americans 58%. So in the years that they put out... Um, Legalization of marijuana in Colorado, the arrest rate for kids, black and brown kids, went up by close to 60% in the black community, almost 30% in the Hispanic community. Hello. People talk about the school-to-prison pipeline. Well, guess what? This is just another one of those things that helps with that. Yeah, it's called an unintended consequences to, you know— uh, your hopes and dreams. You know, every time a leftist comes out, and in this case, even a, a right winger comes out and goes, oh, well, it's going to solve everything. It's going to do it. It never does. Why? Because it breaks the values of Scripture. Anytime you do stuff that breaks the values of Scripture, it always has a consequence you can't foresee. But in this case, we can foresee it. There's a state who already did this experiment, and the experiment failed. It hurt the black community, not helped them. Um, moreover, you see when they do studies that use among Teenagers from 12 to 17 increased 
in legal states, where is it decreased in illegal states? So when you say, is pot use going up, is it normative? It goes up for teenagers who are under the age in states in which it is legal. So if we want less people using drugs, which should be our goal, by the way, legalizing it doesn't help. If we want less people in jail for using drugs, legalize it doesn't help because kids still go to jail for doing drugs. And now it's even more because it's legal, according to the study from the Smart Approaches of Marijuana. Myth number three, it's harmless. I think we talked a little bit about that. There are definitely risks to getting high, and we went through all those risks. Um, so um, that's not true. Stephen, why are you so hard against this? Because it impacts the community. And let me talk about how it just impacts the community. There's a 2019 study uh, that talked about drunk driving. Uh, not drunk driving, I'm sorry. Marijuana-based impaired driving. Almost 55% of those who drew under uh, the influence in, in uh, Colorado was uh, tested positive for marijuana. So I want you to think about that for a second. So drunk driving... Add on top of that, marijuana-impaired driving. So now you have two drugs to worry about, not just one. 55% of those who were pulled over were impaired by marijuana. 2018 study says that almost 20% of traffic fatalities in the state of Colorado were linked to marijuana-impaired drugs, making it a 100% increase from the time that legalization started in 2012. So yeah, it could kill you. 20% of those traffic fatalities was because of marijuana, just about 20%. More pots sold in marijuana than marijuana, I'm sorry, than McDonald's and Starbucks. Let me say that again. There are more pot shops in Colorado than there are McDonald's and Starbucks. And here's the interesting fact that I want to bring out. Here's the one I want you to really remember. If you don't remember anything else, remember this. 64% of Colorado jurisdictions have banned both uh, medical and recreational use of marijuana in their district. What did I just tell you? You think the white communities want marijuana in their community? Of course not. Do you think middle class people, white, black, yellow, don't matter who you are, right? It's not just a color thing. It's not a color thing. But the, the push for it is always to say, hey, people of color need this, right? So what happens when states legalize it? Many jurisdictions say, nope, not in my town. Not in my community, not welcomed here, 64% in Colorado. So where does that mean? Where does it go? The poor towns, the poor neighborhoods. Think about that next time your lefty friend says, oh, it's great for the community. Not my community, it's not. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for my friends and thank you for this time. Lord, I ask that you give us your wisdom on this and let us see how following your words brings us freedom. But when we disobey your word, it hurts the whole community. Let us be champions for our community as we try to work through this issue of marijuana use here and beyond. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Facts, Opinions, and Rants. I want to kind of give you a heads up for next week's episode or next week's podcast. It will be about joy for the holidays and a world that's full of grief. How Jesus heals everything. What my dad's death and COVID-19 revealed to me about Jesus and his body. 
So next week it will be a tearjerker, most likely. So get the tissues ready. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what you can do and what things I learned about um, how to face the holidays head on uh, after a loved one's death. And of course, during this COVID-19 era. So um, friends, as always, faith over party, faith over everything. Look forward to seeing you next week.